Chapter 84 Dies Irae, Day of Wrath. Malachi 4 1 6. This is a notable specimen of a double prophecy. It contains several distinct predictions, twice or more fulfilled, at first very partially and then fully, at first almost apparently a failure and then at last a perfect fulfillment. The center of these prophecies is Messiah himself, Messiah in connection with Israel, Messiah both in his first and second comings, the things predicted having a partial and shadowy fulfillment at his first coming and awaiting an exhaustive fulfillment at his second coming. By taking these both apart and united, we will have a clear insight into the meaning of this difficult prophecy. In the previous chapter, Malachi 3, there is a day spoken of, a time of mingled wrath and grace. It is of this day that the present chapter is full. It is called the day, verse 1, and is described two times in this chapter on the day which I am preparing, verse 3, or that I will work, and the great and terrible day of the Lord, verse 5. It is the day of Christ, Messiah's day, as seen by the prophets, embracing both his first and second comings, and combining in one period the events of both of these. For behold, God calls men's heedless eyes to the events of the future. For behold, the day is coming, verse 1. Yes, the day that will be burning like a furnace, verse 1. The day of vengeance, Isaiah 61, 2, 64, 2, and 66, 15 to 16. Then will all the proud, Psalm 94, 2, especially he who opposes and exalts himself above every so called God, 2 Thessalonians 2, 4, and every evildoer, verse 1, the wicked one and all his hosts, be as stubble, Isaiah 47, 14, and as chaff, Matthew 3, 12, for the unquenchable fire. Yes, the day that is coming will set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch, verse 1, and they will be completely burned with fire. 2 Samuel 23, 7. Such is the day of the Lord that will come as a thief in the night. 2 Peter 3, 10, King James Version. John the Baptist referred to this day of fire and destruction when he began to preach repentance. Matthew 3, 2-10, as if reminding the Jews of Malachi and his awful words. In the midst of this fiery havoc, there will be a spared remnant. Malachi 3.17, described by the expression, You who fear my name, verse 2. Yes, the fearers of Jehovah's name are, as in the case of Noah, to be spared in the fiery deluge that is coming. Indeed, on them a glorious morning is to dawn, 2 Samuel 23.4. The Son of Righteousness is to arise, not with destruction, but with healing in His rays or wings, verse 2. And under his sweet warmth and light, these fearers of the Lord will go forth as the flocks and herds to pasture. Blessed morning to those who fear the Lord and who esteem his name. Malachi 3 16. A morning without clouds. 2 Samuel 23 4. Ushered in by the bright morning star. 
Revelation 22:16. This was in a measure fulfilled when Jesus came as the light of the world, John 8:12. But the full accomplishment is reserved for his second appearing. Then verse 3, will these fearers of the Lord accompany him in executing his vengeance? This is an honor for all his godly ones. Psalm 149:9. For the Lord came with many thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all. Jude verses 14 to 15. They come with their Lord to tread down the wicked, verse 3, to tread them in his anger and trample them in his wrath. Isaiah 63:3, also Revelation 19:15. Yes, Antichrist and all his enemies, with all who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus, 2 Thessalonians 1 8, will be chaff under them in that day of fire. Verse 1. Thus will the saints triumph. Victory will be theirs on that very earth where they were overcome and trodden on. They will be associated with the King of Kings in wielding the rod of iron, Psalm 2 9. And Revelation 2:27. That day will be one of exaltation and triumph for the fearers of the Lord. But the saints of the highest one will receive the kingdom. Daniel 7:18. And then will the song of the redeemed be fulfilled. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to our God, and they will reign upon the earth. Revelation 5:10. In the fourth verse, we have a statement which while it refers mostly to Israel, applies to the world also. Remember the law of Moses. It was probably to this that our Lord referred when He said, Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. Matthew 5.17 Throughout the whole dispensation, that law was to be exhibited and magnified as the law of laws, holy just and good. Christ Himself did this in life and in death, and God, even under this dispensation of grace, cannot allow one jot or tittle of that righteous law to be infringed. It will stand forever. Then the forerunner is announced, before the great and dreadful day of the Lord, whether actually before it or just near its commencement, for it is not a mere day of twenty-four hours, we do not know. I am going to send you Elijah the prophet, verse 5. As we find Joel's prophecy, 2.31, receiving a faint and partial fulfillment at Pentecost, though it awaits a fuller one later, so we have a double Elijah, an Elijah of the first coming and an Elijah of the second coming. The mission of both is alike, to call Israel to repentance and to bring the whole nation, fathers and children, into happy unity before God the warning being annexed, so that I will not come and smite the land, earth, with a curse. Verse 6. John the Baptist was a burning and shining light, the vivid likeness of the Elijah the Tishbite, but his ministry did not accomplish the end specified. The heart of the nation was not turned, and instead of oneness there was division and a sword, Luke 12:51-52, son against father and father against son. They did not repent, and so they were struck, and not only they, but also their land, so that it remains a desolation and a curse until this day. 
But when the literal Elijah comes at Messiah's second advent, then will be the blessing and not the curse. His mission will be effective. The heart of the nation will be turned. God will give them one heart. Ezekiel 11:19 emphasis added. All the people will be righteous. Isaiah 60:21. People and land alike will be blessed of the Lord. Division and discord will cease. Unity and love will overflow. Then will be the reign of peace under the scepter of the Prince of Peace. As the Old Testament ends with that awful word curse, the New Testament begins and ends with blessing. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the gentle. Blessed are the pure in heart. Matthew 5, 3, 5, and 8. And the grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Revelation 22, 21. 1. The Great Warning. Verse 1. There is a day coming that will decide everything. All that God hates will be utterly swept away. Sinner, tremble and turn. 2. The Consolation of the Faithful. Verse 2. There is a remnant, and the mark of this is that they fear God's name. What stress God lays on this fear! What honor He puts on those in whom it is found! 3. The Mighty Victory. Verse 3. These fearers are warriors, too. They fight, overcome, and triumph. The reward of victory is theirs, the victory and the crown. 4. The Unchangeable Standard of Holiness. Verse 4. God's law is perfect. It stands forever. In the last ages, as well as the first, it is the great rule. It tells what God loves and what He hates. And 5. The World's Last Sermon. Verses 5-6. to It comes from revered lips, from one who has been nearly three thousand years in heaven. Elijah comes to give God's great message to Israel. The nation hears, the blessing comes. To all this we are looking forward in these last days. When the great day will come, we do not know. It may be nearby. Let us look for its signs. Let us listen for its sounds of warning. The message has gone forth. Watch, in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Matthew 24, 44, King James Version. Children, it is the last hour. 1 John 2, 18. The world is not ready for its judge. In the day when he comes, it will be dumb. What wilt thou say when he shall punish thee? asked the prophet, Jeremiah 13, 21, King James Version. Yes, the world is not ready. But this will not hinder his coming. He who is coming will come, and will not delay. Hebrews 10, 37. As a thief he will come. As the lightning he will come. As a snare he will come. As a judge he will come. As an avenger he will come. As the wielder of the iron rod he will come. As King of kings and Lord of lords he will come. O sons of men, take warning. When you are saying peace and safety, sudden destruction will come. When you are enjoying your lusts and pleasures in the theater, the opera, the ballroom, the turf, or the gaming table, he, the judge of the living and the dead, Acts 10.42, will come. Oh, before he comes to you, you come to him. Do homage to the Son, that he not become angry, and you perish in the way.
Psalm 2, 12. Make haste, for judgment does not linger, and damnation does not slumber. The time is short, but the gate is open, and he who has opened it bids you to enter. He pities you, he yearns over you, in the deep sincerity of divine compassion, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. While still then he lingers in his love, oh, hasten to be saved. He may soon be here. The trumpet of the judge may soon sound. The day that will burn as an oven may soon begin. Oh, turn, turn! Why will you die?